This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hello, it's me, Michelle. I'm back. It's been a while since I've actually done a podcast with a topic. Um, today, my topic is singleness and um, kind of funny story. <clears throat> Sorry. There's something wrong with my throat, so I'm sorry if I keep <laughs> clearing my throat. Um, but so there's a story behind this, and I haven't done an actual podcast since probably, um, well, with my friend Kaya, and it might have been back in February, um, because I've had my heart set on this topic of singleness for a very long time, and I had fear placed in my heart by the enemy that that this podcast on this topic singleness just needed to be perfect because I myself am single and whatever I say has to be complete truth and I have to follow and that I can't mess up on anything I say Otherwise, I'm just a hypocrite and all these different things, all these different emotions. And I promise that I'm going to tell you guys truth. I never tell you guys anything different. Um, but that's just the things that were going through my mind. So I was definitely fearful to make this podcast. Um, but anyway, happy Tuesday. Um, my topic is on singleness, and like I said, it's really been on my heart lately, and because it's something I have been struggling with, I have been, um, pretty much single for about four years with a couple relationships here and there, um, nothing serious, um, well, one serious, I'll, I'll get into all that, um, but basically trying to find the one for about four years. And before those four years, just to give you guys a little background, I was with um not my high school sweetheart because I found him just right after I graduated, um, Bryn's dad, and we were together for nine years. Nine years. So getting out of that relationship, one, I had to find myself, find out who the heck I was, um, yeah, because after nine years with someone, <laughs> you don't know who you are alone by yourself. And so I had to figure that out. And plus, I mean, I, how, how do you know how to date after nine years? I still don't even know how to date. I'm just this like awkward person and I love it. I love myself. <laughs> I'm, like, just an awkward, fun person, and, you know, the meme where it's, like, they ask you, oh, hi, how are you? And you're, like, oh, my favorite color is purple, you know, um, just that really awkward. Anyway, anyway, getting too off track, but, so, it's been, it's been a little bit of a struggle for these four years, and not gonna lie, sometimes they're very lonely very lonely, but I've kind of gotten into, um, habits, maybe I would say, and I'm fine with just being me, 
I'm fine with just being home. I love being cozy and watching movies. Um, I'd rather do that than go out, and that just tires me out, <laughs> being busy. But, um, and not to say I don't, I don't long for someone. I don't long for a husband because I do. Um, I do long for a husband and a stepdad for Bryn, but I'm not going to justify what that man should be. Because I know God has picked out and formed, uh, not formed, but created this man and worked on this man for me. Um, just like he's helped me improve myself for my future husband, what he is praying for. Um, and I definitely believe that. And uh, just to backtrack a little bit, and it's kind of funny um, I have a couple stories to share with you that um, that my ex and um, some people from his side of the family and his current fiance, you know, they like to tease me. The nicest word I could say is tease me that I will never find somebody because I'm not with anybody now and I haven't been really with anyone in the past four years, da, 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 you know. But what they don't get is I have met people. I have been, I've been in one relationship where I was with the guy for, um, I don't know, quite some time, actually. And just things revealed itself. And, you know, it's not the guy God had for me. So I said no. And I'm very strict on those guidelines. I know, I know what I want. I know I want a Christian man. And actually, I know that <clears throat> I want to marry a pastor. I want to be a pastor's wife. Um, and I've never even said that out loud to that many people. So now here I'm saying it to the world, so, um, if you know any single guys in ministry, bring them my way, you know, um, <laughs> just kidding, um, but, and, like, I was talking to my friend, and, like, I was like, oh, it's so cold, and I have to pump my gas, and I have to put air in my tires, and, you know, like, I'm just gonna start praying for my husband would be good with cars and for him to be nice enough to do that stuff for me. Um, you know, not, not, not in a lazy way, but just like the nice gestures that, um, if you're married out there that husbands do sometimes. Um, and yeah, I just can't, I just can't wait for that. And that's not wrong to pray for those things. It's not wrong to pray for those things because like I was saying before, my future husband, God knows who he is, and I'm praying for things. I'm praying that. I'm sending that out into the world, out into, you know, praying that to God, to that I want my husband to be good and be able to work on cars, not to mention that my car needs work right now. So, hallelujah, bring him to me now. Um, <laughs> but... um 
I'm sending that out into the world. Whereas right now, he might be, one, like learning how to do that stuff, or he might already know how to do that stuff. And I don't don't fully understand how, you know, that all works, and I'm not going to go deep down into it. But, like, pray those things out to the world, to God, you know. And just like I say, you know, um, I think some affirmations are silly that you'll say, I'm going to be rich and I'm going to be good with my money. This is sidetrack. Sorry. Sidetrack. But you can't just say that. You have to strictly write out um, goals and how you're going to do that. But anyway, I don't know where that came from. And I don't know where I was going with that. So forgive me. <laughs> forgive me, please. But, um, yeah, so I'm being picky with the guys that I meet, and, um, what's really funny is about a month ago, I randomly signed up for a month of Match.com, and, um, I got a message from a guy, and after I got that message, like, a verse popped in my head from God, and it was John fourteen sixteen, And it says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, and that he may abide with you forever. And, you know, me, like, I'm a really giddy person. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? Is he my future husband? And, like, thinking all these things, you know. And um, so I text my friend that, and she's like, or he is telling you, get off that right now, because I already told you that I have picked your helper. I have picked your husband out for you, and I'm qualifying him. And I was like, oh, oh, gosh. Like, my heart sunk. I was like, oh. That's such a good word. Even though I didn't really want to hear it. That's such a good word. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, uh, it's just crazy. I had to tell that story because I, I am that way. I get so excited about things right away. Like, unbelievably excited and kind of like where I don't think about it right away. I just get excited. And I know that's kind of bad. Um, believe me, I know. And I'm working on that. <laughs> so, but also, to go right along with that, my pastor, Pastor Joe, was telling a story that um, when he was in his late teen years, maybe, I don't know the age, but late teen years, um, maybe even still in high school. I'm not sure. But he was dating someone, not his wife, dating someone. And he was praying and just being in the presence of the Lord. And the Lord said, this girl isn't the one for you. And I want you to stay single for two years. And, um, you know, just, that's tough to hear that. Like, 
I mean, if I would have heard, oh, you have to stay single for five years, I would have been like, what? What? But he didn't tell me that. Anyway, but, and then, so he was diligent in that, the two years. He did not see anybody. He did not, um, you know, nothing like that. And then right at the end of the two years, he met his wife, Kaya. And I just think that's so good. The Lord is so good. God is so good. And what he tells you will come to pass. So I, I'm believing that my helper is coming back. You know, he has picked my helper and he's coming. I just have to be patient. Um, In the past, I have settled. Um, Like I said, you know, I was in a relationship. And I settled just because I liked someone telling me how pretty I am and how great I am. Just spending time with someone of the other sex. Um, But what was really wrong with that is I was trying to find my happiness in them. Instead of making myself happy on my own. And that's not okay. Um, and I think I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying this. I'm making a guess that a lot of women or girls even, um, in our society try to find their happiness in men and guys. Um, and that's not okay. We need to make ourselves happy. And you, in um, <clears throat> another thing, you don't find happiness. Like, before when I got out of my nine-year relationship, I was trying to find happiness. Like, find things that would make me happy. And that's okay. You have to find hobbies that you like. You know, definitely. But you make happiness. You do things every day that make you happy. Like, people think I'm a little crazy for how involved I am at New Chapel. That's my church. And at church, um, you know, I serve my heart out. And it makes me so happy. I love doing it. I love serving God. And it just, it does something to my heart. Because I'm in ministry for other people. And when other people get to experience the presence of God, that brings me joy. Um, I keep going off on tangents, but hopefully you guys don't mind. But just, you have to make your own happiness. It doesn't, it doesn't just come. It doesn't just come. So if you're, if you're single out there and, you know, you're struggling, just, Keep reaching. Keep reaching inside yourself and find, you know, like, I think journaling is the biggest thing. Journaling and praying and reading my Bible, like, all together was the biggest thing that helped me so much because I, what I would do is I would pray. I would have worship music on. I would pray and, um... Then I would just get a notebook out and start writing, like, my thoughts. And um, what's crazy 
is most of the most of the things on the paper that I wrote that night, I wasn't even thinking about. Like they just came to me then, and so especially if you write it out, if you speak it out, then you won't have it in your mind. You won't have anxiety about it. You you know you won't just keep on thinking about it, and find those um find those key people in your life key friends in your life that really care about you and that will take the time to invest in you but remember that you have to invest in them as well so i do have some verses to read to you that um came to me once from Song of Solomon, chapter 3, verse 5. And it says, I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or by the does of the field, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. So I think that that goes right along with my statement of don't settle. Don't just settle for something just because, just because you want someone. I could have settled so many times. I could have settled with my past guy that I have, that I had, and I did a couple times. I went back to him. You know, like, I'm not talking about Bryn's dad. I'm talking about within the past four years, I went back to into a relationship with the same guy. And I was just settling because I thought I couldn't find anybody. So this is it. And do not do that. You know, you're you're not making anything better. You're just... Now, this is the hard part because I... I wouldn't say any time is truly wasted because you always learn something. But sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it really sucks when you have to learn over and over again that this isn't the, this isn't the right place you need to be in. And let me tell you, I've been, I've had that happen for the years and years of my life. Not only with Bryn's dad, but that past relationship as well, after Bryn's dad. And now I finally learned, like, okay, be picky. You know, like, like it needs to please you. Yes, like, all these things need to please you. And I'm not, let me, I don't know if anyone's going there. I'm not talking about anything besides pleasing your heart, the desires of your heart, um, and to please God. And I think just the time of being single is really a time to be with God. Now, I haven't done this as much as I want to or should, but there's times where I've just had dates with God. Um, I remember last fall, 
I went to a park near my house. It's, um, I think it's called Wallfield Park. Um, if any of you, I'm pretty sure everyone's local listening to this, but, um, and it's just filled with a bunch of trails and just beautiful. Um, it's more beautiful in spring, I bet, but even in fall, it's beautiful. And I took a blanket, I took my Bible, I took my phone and, um, for music and devotional and, probably water and snacks and stuff and just just spend time with the Lord. Just reading and praying and snacking and it sounds so funny. But um it it was just so good. It was so peaceful and again another thing that brought me joy. So I would encourage you ladies to do that if you are single. Because that's that's when you find out um one, what could bring you happiness, and two, more about your husband and what you want. So that's really good. And another one, another scripture I'm going to read to you is Psalms 37.4. It says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, as he shall give you the desires of your heart. So I already said this story, but as I'm praying for my husband, I'm praying that he was going to be a perfect stepfather for Brim and that everything that a father needs to be. I'll just say that. I want to add more to that, but I'm not going to. But everything a father needs to be for Brim. And I want him to be good with cars. So he will be able to fix my car um, and just car savvy. So he knows things about cars because I do not. My dad just showed me where um, how to put oil in your car um, and just a bunch of other stuff, which that's embarrassing because I'm 30 years old. Anyway, let's let's go back. Um, you know, just the desires of your heart. What do you want in a husband? Just think of that and make a list. But remember this, that um, your <clears throat> your expectations of a husband and life in general, they have to line up with God's expectation, expectations in his word. So just remember that when you're praying. And, you know, when you're writing out that list, um, and I haven't even done that, so maybe that's a good word for me, too. And one more scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Oh, I passed it. Hold on. All right, it says, But as it is written, I has not seen, no ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So, again, behind the scenes, God is preparing your husband for you right now as we speak. And, um, I don't know where I heard the story. I want to say that 
I heard it on an episode of Focus on the Family. And I don't know what it was about. Maybe it was about just family things. Um, or praying for your children. I'm not too sure. But um, this couple had their daughter. And, like, they were just, she was a baby, and they were just regular, right, I can't even speak, regularly praying that, you know, you would have her husband ready. So that when the time was right for both of them, they would find each other. Um, now I don't remember the name, but when they were praying, the name, a, a random name came up and they didn't think anything of it. Like it was a guy's name, like, um, Josh or something like that. It wasn't Josh, but I don't remember what it was. It was a couple years ago that I listened to this, but, and it turns out years later, she was dating a guy. Let's just say Josh. And, um, she got married to him. Like, like, oh, I, I can't even form words, words right now because that is just amazing. Because as soon as you're formed in the womb, like, he's created you. And he, he knows the purpose of your life in that moment. And do you think if he knows the purpose of your life at that moment, that he doesn't know who he's created you to marry? Or, you know, for lack of a better word, sorry, I'm not using the best words, but like, Put it this way. He's created the world in seven days. Like, crazy, amazing, right? So, the moment when you're created in your mother's womb, why couldn't he know who your husband would be? And, like, it seems a little crazy because to myself... It's so funny because I've never thought about it that way. And so, it's crazy that it's coming out of my mouth. (laughs) But, um, definitely, definitely, it's, it's true. Um, and I just hope, I know this is a lot of rambling, um, and I mean, it doesn't really matter. That's how, that's how I like to be. That's how I talk with my friends. That's how, that's, that's how I am. So I'm not looking for this podcast to be very structural, structural, wow, I can't even say the word, structural. No, that's not even the word. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. And, you know, point by point and only staying on track because then, then, I won't hear the words that God actually wants me to speak to you. And honestly, I mean, you might have heard it on my last podcast, is I, 
I did post a singleness podcast like two or three weeks ago, and I deleted it right away. And one thing that I did different, which I'm never going to do like that again, is I wrote out a Word document with um, bullet points and then point one, two, and three, and I was fumbling over my words, and it just wasn't, it wasn't genuine. It wasn't genuine at all. So, so I had to delete it. And that's where the fear came in and everything else. So I'm glad I'm actually doing this. And I don't feel one bit of fear at all. So that's great. And I just want to encourage any single person that's listening to this, not even just ladies, I'm sorry I'm directing to this, um, to ladies mostly, because I'm a lady myself. Um, so, but any single person, um, you know, just, just make sure to find the time to figure out what you can do to make yourself happy. Because I know that making yourself happy is the most important thing. I used to be the person that I used to rely on other people to make me happy. And that was, I mean, that was just like a year and a half ago. I used to rely on, um, you know, a relationship with a guy I was in, or a relationship with a guy that I was, or whatever, I don't know, that didn't sound right, I'm sorry. Um, and then I would rely on friends. And you know what's so funny? And it's so, so funny. Um, how easy it is to get distracted like that. And the simplest thing to do in those times is to spend time with God. And we hardly do it. Because in our minds, it's so messed up. Because I used to think, oh, I can just talk to this person. And she will make me feel so good. She'll compliment me and she'll say, no, you're not this or that. And then everything would go away, but never, it would always come back up. You know, it would never permanently go away. And um, so I just encourage you to spend more time with God and write that list of what you want your significant other, your husband or wife, um, what you, what qualities you want in them, and then pray for that. And read the word, you know. Um, there's so much knowledge in the Bible. And I just gave you a few tidbits today, but there's a lot. But... As always, thank you for listening, and just reach out. Reach out to me.
and we can chat. We can meet for coffee or a Diet Coke or tea or lunch, anything. And, yeah, don't be afraid to reach out, please. And have a lovely, sunny day. Thanks, guys.